Good evening to you. Welcome to Thinking Out Loud podcast. I'm your host Babul Kiwonseki and we are going to continue with our series Lens Adjustment. Today we are doing part 3 of 4. So we only left with one episode to finish up this worldview um series. Today we are looking at philosophical worldviews. So what we have covered so far is that we have covered um attitude now. We have covered uh, another one, um, and ideological. We have covered traditional worldviews and ideological worldviews. Today we are looking at philosophical worldviews. And basically there are four of them, uh, but I'm going to give more attention to two that are common. Uh, we have what we call realism, we have idealism, we have uh, positivism, and interpretivism so that's what you are going to look at today realism realism is uh, a kind of philosophical worldview that is more problem-centered and uh, when it comes to value it, it, it's described as very neutral and the view there is that uh, reality has no absolute existence and then idealism which stands against realism um, is more change oriented or issue oriented and um, the approach is that reality has no absolute existence so that's basically the differences between these two now we are not going to talk about these two at length this is only the only thing that you hear about them now my interest today is on positivism and interpretivism so that's what you are going to move on to right now in the background is the sound of enya the song is one by one um some great music right there now what is positivism now positivism is described as an objective philosophical worldview um also it has as its center empirical measurement and it is more concerned with the quantitative and therefore it is deductive in nature the findings and the conclusions are more of a deductive nature than inductive so those are the key points about this philosophical world view that is called positivism now the assumption or the key tenet of this worldview is that all genuine knowledge all genuine knowledge is either positive and exclusively derived from experience of natural phenomena and their properties and relations or by or true by definition that is analytic and tautological what do you mean tautological um tautology is an assertion that is true in every possible interpretation for example my hair is either black or my hair is not black now this is too regardless of the color of my hair if i said my hair is either black or not black it can be blonde it can be red it can be brown it can be white the statement is true regardless of the interpretation or regardless rather of the color of my hair so basically that's that's what we mean by um tautology um so the view is that everything is true by definition that is an um, analytic and tautological um so that's the information uh, derived from sensory experience the things that you see that you can taste the thing that you can hear and touch and smell 
as interpreted through reason and logic forms the exclusive source of all certain knowledge now you have to ask yourself is that how you approach life is that the philosophy of your life that you only believe what you can see touch taste smell and hear only those things the things that you can experience by your five senses for you if that is the only source of all information or knowledge rather then you are strictly you are, you are strictly subscribing to a, a positivism a world philosophical world view so in this world view verified data or positive facts received from the senses are known as empirical evidence thus positivism is based on empiricism what do you mean by uh, empirical evidence something that you can test and repeat over and over and gives you the same results i mean my hair is black i'm here in botswana they test the color of my hair is black i go to russia test it is uh, te- uh, test it is black I go to america they test it is black everywhere i go the, the color of my hair doesn't change they just run some tests like okay we conclude that this is bre- uh, black melanin that's in his hair therefore his hair is black something that can be tested over time and repeated you know many times in, under multiple um, 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 environments that's what go that's an example of what do you mean by empirical evidence so this kind of worldview philosophical worldview is based on empiricism now obviously we need that there's a place in life where you need empirical evidence for you to believe something for you to say no this is i'm sure that this is the case this thing has a place in your life but if it is the only philosophical view that you hold you don't blend it with others then you are going to have a problem with other things that we'll discuss later on we're going to have problems with um what is right and what is wrong um issues of morality issues of sociology so those are the challenges that stand against a strict positivism kind of approach to life issues And when you look at uh, social sociological positivism it holds that society like the physical world operates according to general laws therefore introspective and intuitive knowledge is rejected just like metaphysics and theology because metaphysical and theological claims cannot be verified by sense experience so this is the challenge one who strictly abides by this worldview then they logically cannot accept introspective and intuitive knowledge they cannot accept metaphysical or theological knowledge or claims rather why because those cannot be verified by sense experience that's the challenge with this kind of world view so in your world view in how you the philosophy that you hold you have to strike a balance i used to be a positivism a kind of person 
Are you a strict pacifist? Pacifist or this where you apply it and where it doesn't apply in your life. Let us take a break and then we'll talk on we'll talk more about interpretivism, the one that I will close this episode with. Sounds of Kenya Echoes in Rain. That's um, some interesting song right there. Welcome back from our break. We are looking at philosophical worldviews and we have talked a bit about positivism. And the last thing that he said about positivism is that um, when you apply it in a sociological setting, it then rejects what we call introspective or intuitive knowledge. Um, and does not uh, accept metaphysical and theoretical claims. Why? Because they cannot be verified by sense experience. When you look at intuitive and um, intuitive knowledge, introspective knowledge, they fall under the metaphysical and theoretical claims. So that's the shortfall or the shortcoming of positivism. If you are still positivist, then these things, you basically have no explanation of them and therefore you reject them. Now we move on to interpretivism. Interpretivism um, stands against positivism. Um, now this is how it is described. It is described as subjective. I will basically uh, show what that means. And it is more based on gaining understanding. Therefore, it is qualitative and as a result, it is inductive. Now, the key tenant or the fundamental claim or the fundamental uh, factor that drives this philosophical view is this, that the social realm cannot be studied with the scientific method of investigation that is applied to nature. Therefore, the investigation of the social realms or the social realm rather requires a different epistemology a different philosophy or a philosophical approach so fundamental to this epistemology is believed that the concepts and language that researchers use in their research shape their perceptions of the social world that they are investigating the social way that they are studying and defining so because values and beliefs of researchers cannot fully be removed from their inquiry, interpretivists believe research on human beings by human beings 
cannot yield objective results. And I think this makes sense. If I'm going to study a certain group of human beings, there's what we call a bias. I'm going to judge them by my standards, by my values. Therefore, the conclusion, the findings after the research is done are not going to be as objective as possible. They will be subjective always. The results will be subjective and not objective. Although I may claim that I was being objective, but the reality is that I'm not. And that's that's the argument um, with interpretivists um, against positivism. Because positivism, positivism, what it does is that it applies what we call the empirical test um, on everything, even the social structure, social um, life and all that. So that is where the problem is. Therefore, interpretivists say that no, when you get to this social aspect of human beings, you don't use the same method that you use when you're dealing with nature, with the natural world, that is. And now, which means that which means that now going back to positivism, positivism does not accept or believe in miracles. So they don't believe in miracles, they don't believe in supernatural things because everything should be subjected to the natural law. Therefore, nature is the master of everything, the master of itself and the master of everything. There's no one or nothing above nature when you have when you you are a strict positivist as far as your philosophical worldview is concerned. Now interpretivists they will accept miracles and interpret that within um, the experience of a certain society. They will not say that okay. Because we are because this cannot be repeated anywhere, it is false. It, it will basically go into the experience of those who experienced it, um, try to understand how, how they experienced it, and come up with a a definition or a, a try to reach an understanding of that supernatural phenomena that a certain group of people or a certain person experienced. So rather than seeking an objective perspective, interpretivists look for meaning in the subjective experiences of individuals engaging in social interaction. Interpretivism is an inductive practice that is influenced by philosophical frameworks such as hermeneutics. Hermeneutics is basically um, the study and interpretation of written documents and also phenomenal phenomenology um, basically the study of the structures of experiences and consciousness um, like phenomena and also symbolic interactionism so this is what or this is basically what uh, guides the interpretivist philosophy, philosophical worldview, hermeneutics, phenomenology, and symbolic interactionism.
And we have something that we call hermeneutics in Christianity and you also find it in other religions. That tells you then that those religions, Christianity, for I'm a Christian, it is more on the inter- interpretivist um, world view than the positivist worldview. Because within Christianity, within religions, there's talk of miracles, there's talk of supernatural phenomena. So, studying all these things then will help one to understand the significance of such. And also it allows for a being who's outside nature itself. It allows for a being who is not subject to the laws of nature. And therefore, the way you approach things that the way you approach things that happen in your life that cannot be explained by natural law uh, then will be guided by your beliefs as far as religion is concerned um, your theology your intuition and so forth and so on so that's the main philosophical worldviews I wanted to talk about. Positivism and interpretivism. You need to know where to apply each one of them. You need to know that not everything that you can see, touch, smell, taste, and hear is all that there is. Because there are Many things that we don't understand that defy natural law, but they affect our lives in a very real way, in a very real manner, tangible manner. And it, is, it will be a tragedy for us to be willingly ignorant of such things and why they happen and how they happen and um, how they affect our lives. Because if we are, if we neglect um, if you are ignorant of that, then not, we will not be able to know how to na- navigate this life when all these things are happening. We can get to a point where they drive us crazy, where they drive us um, to go berserk simply because our worldviews, our philosophical worldviews, do not allow us to get to a point whereby we acknowledge that these things they do happen and we have to respond to them in a certain way. So friends, that's it about today's episode. Go out there, um, analyze what your philosophical worldview is, see which one applies in which situation. But my encouragement is this. Have a proper balance, have a proper blend of all this so that your life will make sense. And whatever happens in your life, it will make sense. Signing out is my name, Babuluki Moseki, here at Thinking Out Loud podcast. See you again next time. Next week, same place, we'll be talking about less adjustment.